0: Hi this is Andy of Andy's personal development and we are currently live in the breakout room so welcome and welcome and we love being here for you with quality and value to inspire and to transform remember we are on Apple Spotify Google Amazon and iTunes Today, as usual, we have a special guest to share with you for your development and growth and to live your better informed life. So, grab a cup, pull up a seat, and stay tuned for the introduction. Right here, now, live in The Breakout Room. It's the place for health, happiness, and prosperity. Stay tuned. Hi, folks. Welcome. This is Andy of Andy's Personal Development, and we are so grateful and thankful to the creator for giving us the opportunity to present yet another wonderful and intriguing episode in the breakout room. I am your award-winning and internationally accredited life and development coach and the host of this podcast where you can find health, happiness, and prosperity. Our guest today is a gentleman by the name of D. Alexis Samuels, and he's the CEO and founder of Fine Lit X. They say that they are on a mission to revolutionize the way that financial literacy is taught and understood. It is an autonomous app that teaches financial literacy without the need of a human monitor. This gentleman brings to the fore 30 years of corporate financial experience And he will be our special guest as we introduce him. We're going to welcome to the breakout room, the Alexis Samuels. How are you
1: today, sir? How are you? Andy, what a privilege it is to be on the show today and to be able to talk about a very important topic to uh, our audience. Thanks so much for this privilege.
0: And thank you so very much for being with us and for taking the time to be on the show. I want to go back to the beginning. We were having a conversation in the background before, and you mentioned about staying in touch with your roots. My information tells me that you grew up in Brooklyn, New York, in the projects, near the Brooklyn Bridge. that, and that have been that would have been your beginning, basically, more or less. I want you to share that with us because I have a feeling that that in part may have created the impetus, the catalyst for where you are today in terms of your outlook towards education. Share that with us, please.
1: Yes. Well, it's a it's an emotional topic for me because those roots uh, began uh, back in the 1960s. Wow. Yeah. With um, mom who was that traditional mom i think we all are familiar with that that did whatever she could to raise her three children Mm -hmm. uh, in a single parent household Mm -hmm. and growing up in the projects downtown brooklyn uh, it was tough it was difficult yeah um we lacked uh money um the economic systems in order to be able to make good progress in the world we also uh lacked socially And quite frankly, my world was a three block radius at the time.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But then, you know, through the uh, early years, I began to learn that education uh, was critical to advancing and expanding my boundaries. Right. And so uh, early on in life, I was granted the opportunity to uh, take a test in school, which depending upon how I finished, would uh, allow me to either finish high school early or run the full course. Well, I came Mm -hmm. in second in the entire graduating class. Congrats. Thank you. And I was granted the second job that became available on Wall Street. Okay. And so I was uh, at the age of 15 Mm -hmm. uh, walking across the Brooklyn Bridge every morning or taking a subway train to a spot in the mailroom of a publicly traded company in uh, New York city on wall mm-hmm. street, mm-hmm. but it exposed me to international trade. Right. So, so immediately I began to learn about international currencies back. That was way before the EC was formed. Okay. And so each, you know, country in Europe or the far East, uh, but particularly Europe there were separate uh-huh. and I had to learn about their currencies. How to manage imports and exports, and uh, discuss um, uh, negotiating—you know—with with vendors. So I began to realize there was a world, a big world out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know,
1: much mu- much bigger than those three blocks that you know <laughs> I grew up around. That you that yeah, yeah, great. And that lit a fire mm-hmm. because then I realized there was a way to overcome those social boundaries that existed and it really devolved around education.
0: Great. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing, my friend. Now you are known as a game designer and an entrepreneur. How did you get involved in game design and what was it that led you to that place of
1: experience? Wow. Good question. So uh, as I continue to learn all I possibly could, I'm a sponge. Mm -hmm. Okay. About the economy, about law, by now, I'm about a 22 year paralegal. Also, okay. Okay. Uh, about real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, for a number of years, I served as the president of a online bank that also specialized in providing mortgage loans mm-hmm. and uh, managing large portfolios of property for major banks as Excellent. an asset manager. Yeah. So I got to know that industry, and then guess what happened in 19, excuse me, 2006, 2007? Mm -hmm. The foreclosure crisis. That's right. Which became global. Yeah. And I happened to have a radio show in the New York City area uh, every Wednesday where Mm -hmm. I would take call-ins from individuals, and I would answer their questions using the law, using uh, my knowledge of the real estate industry. Yeah. And... The thing that I realized is that the common thread through all of these individuals that were having difficulty with their real estate and our homes are typically the largest, the single largest asset we acquire.
0: That's in the right. Course
1: of our lives.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were about
1: to lose them, not by fault of their own, but because uh-huh. of a system, mm. because the laws themselves were against them. And mm-hmm. number one, yeah. they didn't understand what the laws were, what their rights were. And so early morning in the shower, February (laughs) 2007, the light bulb went off. Yeah. And I said, if I could only create a game, which by today's standards, we call it gamification.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And take all that I have developed over the last decade and more. In the law, our rights with regard to real estate and consumer credit, and make it simple for the average uh, family household, yeah, particularly black and brown and Hispanic, mm-hmm. those who are really yeah. suffering from these social economic right. problems,
0: yeah, yeah, to
1: understand their rights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that 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 motivation moved me to begin designing a game, which today is called RTP or Get on the Road to
0: 11. Prosperity. Oh yeah, I have it. I have it right in front of me. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> wonderful. Great.
1: And you know what it's become today? It's uh-huh. a twenty one topic financial literacy tabletop learning system mm-hmm. that is now distributed in over twenty states within the United States to school systems. Right. And that's used within their curriculum to teach their students financial literacy.
0: Excellent. Wonderful.
1: It also includes topics such as civil rights, uh-huh. crime and punishment, uh-huh. health and nutrition, mm-hmm. geography, uh, sports teams. So you can continue to, to, to play
0: mm-hmm. this
1: learning system. And the theme is play, learn, Achieve, wonderful. So rather than just p- using your time to play a game, I don't want to mm-hmm. name one of the popular uh board games that's out there. Many people play it, and millions yeah. of them have been been uh, sold. Okay, almost every household has one. Well, I've
0: had, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah. what do we learn?
0: Yeah, we, exactly. Why we spend
1: hours, you know. What do
0: you get in return?
1: Exactly. <laughs> the RTP. Learning system has been likened to it just from the gamification perspective.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But everyone who plays it says this is priceless. If I had only had this when I was younger, I may not have made those mistakes I've made with regard to my credit profile, my debt accumulation. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I would have taken education a little bit more seriously. Right. And I'd be a lot further on towards success now. So we're very pleased um with the way in which that learning system um has really helped. Many households today.
0: Great. Thanks for sharing, Alexis. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to tell us a little bit about Prosperity
1: Nation. Ah, okay. Prosperity Nation is a corporation that I established as a Mm not-for-profit, 501c3 corporation. Okay. Since we deal with school systems and community groups around the world, uh, having a not-for-profit that enables us to take in donations as Mm -hmm. well as distribute the RTP learning system to communities that are underserved and that uh, may not be able to, you know, afford a retail price for it. We we look for many, many different ways to fund the the manufacturing cost of these learning systems and distribution to get them into households, communities, school systems, uh, association groups, so that everyone can benefit from it. So that's what Prosperity Nation is. And um, one can even sign up as an ambassador for Prosperity Nation and distribute these learning systems within their own community or their own schools. And we support them also by covering their costs. Okay, great. And it's a global social movement. That's what Prosperity Mm -hmm. Nation is. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Do you have any
0: sort of partnership with the NBA?
1: Oh, well, we don't have a partnership Mm -hmm. with the NBA. Mm Mm-hmm. However, we were quite uh, pleased that oh, about six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. we got a call from one of the analysts uh, who had learned about our learning system. Right, uh, Kenny Smith. He's still on the NBA with TNT right now.
0: Yeah, Kenny and was with two uh, the Rockets, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star guard resulting. That's in right. Two championships. Yes, Matt. That's right. That's all. So he's on a TNT panel right now with Shaquille mm-hmm. O'Neal and yeah, uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, right? And Ernie Johnson. That's right. Now, if you think back to mm-hmm. when the entire world was going through uh, the uh, take a knee issue, right? With yes. Colin Kaepernick in the football. Yes. yes. Well, the football, the NFL, had taken mm-hmm. the position with regard to how the teams should uh, address that issue you know, when they were pledging allegiance to their flag. Should they get down in their knees? Should they stand Mm -hmm. up? Should they do this? Should they do that? Well, it was putting pressure on the NBA to also take a position. What are we going to say to our teams? What should happen when we start our games, our events? Right. And so there was a one-hour special produced by TNT prior to the start of the 2016 uh, New York Knicks versus Cleveland Cavaliers uh, opening season game. Mm -hmm. That's when LeBron James was still with Cleveland.
0: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Remember that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it was a one-hour special that was addressing that issue. Right. They brought in Jim Williams from the Football League um, and and just celebrity from all over were were, uh, streamed in to Mm -hmm. get their viewpoint. And at the end of that one hour special, then the panel that I just mentioned, Kenny, Jack, uh, Chuck and Ernie, all got a chance to express their um, viewpoint of the the topic and what they felt the best solution would be to address this socioeconomic issue because that's really what was underpinning that's the right, entire That's right. you know colin yeah. kaepernick was concerned because yes blacks were not being represented in the nfl <laughs> wow. and so kenny led it off and uh he said you know i know this company up in new york uh called prosperity nation they have a learning system he said it's kind of like it plays like a game but it teaches you all about your rights and about finance and credit and um, he said that really is the issue because the underlining concern is that blacks and Hispanics are not treated the same way if they're poor ah, as right. those ones who have that's right. um, money. Mm-hmm. And he went on to illustrate in a couple of ways. And so he, we, we were proud. We were all sitting in front of our screens waiting to see what he was going to say. <laughs> but we were very proud that he uh, saw the value in our learning system and he gave us a nice endorsement.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Sounds good. So what I'm concerned about, and I was just thinking about it while you were speaking, are you being approached by any of the the colleges in particular to involve your program in something that would provide a scholarship Mm. for persons who are seeking to incorporate this into their education curriculum? Has yes. that happened to you guys?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. we work with colleges across the country. Mm-hmm. And um, when COVID-19 um, uh, introduced itself on the world scene back in early 2020,
0: mm-hmm.
1: many schools already having access to our tabletop, you know, offline learning system. yeah. yeah. Asked us if we could convert that learning system into an online uh, so, curriculum. Okay. That could teach financial literacy. Right. Right. It was always our goal to do that, but COVID forced us to bring that issue to the fore more quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we established the brand called Fine Lit X. Right. Fine Lit X stands for financial literacy with that X factor. Ah, I like that. Okay, good. good. You can go to finditx.com and and learn about it. Mm -hmm. But what is it? As you had mentioned, and I I thank you for that Andy, at Mm -hmm. the beginning of the show, uh, you spoke of it being an autonomous app that would teach financial literacy without the need of a human monitor. Yes. So we use AI, we use predictive Mm -hmm. learning, we use gamification, we use reward systems, And we have now brought financial literacy into the digital age. Right. Today, we live in a world that's dominated by technology.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Um, One of our uh, consultants uh, called me just before the show, and he was saying he teaches uh, in one of the schools in New Jersey, Mm -hmm. um, and another one in Philadelphia. He was there on the Philadelphia campus uh, yesterday teaching eight-year-olds financial okay. literacy, and he uses yeah. our learning system to do that. Right. Great. Um, well, he said that he took us a, a poll inside the class. How many of you kids, these are eight-year-olds, by the way, mm-hmm. yeah. have cell phones? <laughs> wow. They all raise their hand.
0: Wow. Yeah. They all raise their hand. I expected as much. <laughs>
1: So kids are introduced to technology through media today. Um, They're ready. They have the aptitude and the ability to learn important financial values. Mm -hmm. And it simply has to be communicated. Right. In the proper way. Yeah. Now, our uh, reality today is that the global education systems are still rooted in the old-fashioned delivery system. How many of us know that the current uh, delivery system, education delivery system, began some 250 years ago in 1773? Wow. In the old one-room schoolhouse. Mm. Think about that. We've heard about that yeah, before. yeah, yeah. And what was what was learning like back then? This was the introduction of formal learning. Prior mm-hmm. to that, we were taught inside our own homes. Yeah, our parents had the responsibility to teach us. But as of then, schools began to develop, and so in communities and farm towns, there would be this this red one room, you know, building that on Sundays would be used as a church.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but during the week. <laughs> That's right. Would be yes.
1: used to teach the kids from the community. Yeah. And then you had one person that was often called the headmaster.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And he or she was responsible for developing a curriculum and teaching all the kids, regardless of their age, they would all get together in that one yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. And if they needed discipline, they would discipline them. If they... Um, failed to grasp the concepts, they would be required to stay after school or to stay longer, and they would be punished. But that's how the current institutional delivery system for education began. Yeah. Well, how did it continue? Mm -hmm. As communities continued to increase in population, they had to expand these schools to a two-room school, to a three-room, to get a larger building. Right, And as the decades passed by, teachers were trained and invited in to teach. Administrative levels began to develop so that Mm -hmm. now that old schoolmaster is often called a superintendent.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And the (laughs) superintendent might be responsible for teaching and overseeing 100 schools within that city. And Mm -hmm. 100 principals and assistant principals and administrative staff and the classes have developed. But along with those classes also created separation and divide. Wow. Because what funded those schools, as is still the case today, is government, taxes, wealthy uh, corporations, and families. And if those schools are primarily funded by these wealthy families, well, guess who are the kids that get into those schools?
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and guess what the eligibility standards are? Hmm. Many are surprised to know that's even how the so-called Ivy League schools.
0: Okay, good about that.
1: Yeah. Ah. Ivy League first started out as a sports association. Yes. And uh, they played cricket and those kinds of sports that most blacks and Hispanics at the time uh were unaware of, mm-hmm. but they became social groups, right? So that then they converted to teaching, so that the Princeton's of the world, and the Harvards of the world, and the Yales, etc., uh, the the first eight schools to be considered Ivy League, then established their own social status, right? So if your family had an important name, a recognized name, or if you were wealthy, yeah. then you could get into those schools more quickly. You can meet those eligibility standards. Sometimes they would even look the other way. <laughs> you know, If you were willing to fund putting on a wing, or adding another room you know, to the university. They established criteria for advancement also. Associates degrees okay bachelor's degrees <laughs> uh wow, master yeah, yeah, doctorate.
0: Yeah. uh-huh
1: now clearly it's important to have education for many topics such as um in the medical industry you mm-hmm. want to make sure your doctor your surgeon you know is, is is credentialed yeah and good at what they do exactly um but Virtually every topic is available today, and your access to uh, jobs and employment is often predicated on what degree you have, or what school you have attended, or along with that, what fraternity did you join? Right,
0: right, right,
1: yeah. Or sorority mm-hmm. did you join? hmm So that it still has become largely a club? Yeah a network, and and many students go to schools with that in mind. You know, if I go to that school, I'll be able to get inside that university. I'll be able to join that sorority or that fraternity because those who do then can command a higher salary.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I can use that network to get ahead in life later on. (laughs) but, But then this is what also happened that same club established the cost of entry mm. so that within ivy league schools it might cost you 60 70 80 000 per year right or even per semester yeah in order to get the necessary credits to graduate and get that degree <laughs> wow that in of itself separates one student from the other because Now you have something that is really based in one's socioeconomics. If you come from a poor family or poor community, what that really means is that you're not gonna get the same education as those who come from the richer communities. And if you don't have the same education, then how do you advance? How do you succeed? And so it was with all of this background, all of this demand that we've designed the X autonomous app to be able to distribute education in a more leveled manner so that the school systems can partner with us, universities too, yeah. to distribute and to utilize this learning platform. Because based in blockchain and smart contracts, which is the digital world of today, school systems can embed their curriculum and distribute it by scale, far and wide, reducing their administrative costs and bringing learning topics to students that otherwise would not have had access to it because of the barriers to cost.
0: I get it. I get a strong feeling, Alexis, that you know, from from your heart, I realize that your desire, your greatest desire, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, is to really create the opportunity to to sort of level the playing field, so to absolutely. speak. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, nice,
0: and I love that because that means the foundation of this Fine lit X app is one that is explosive and dynamic, and I know that you're gonna accomplish what you seek to do on that note we just want to take a quick ad break we will be back in a minute with d alexis samuels the ceo and founder of Lit x that wondrous and engaging app for financial and also educational literacy so stand by folks we'll be right back find radioguest.com the place to click to find guests to interview for free and if you're a radio show booker, podcaster, talk show host, or television producer, then this is the place to get podcasts and radio interviews or promote your books and products as a guest expert sponsor. Find RadioGuest.com. Check it out. Hi, people. This is a special invitation for you to join our community. Yes. We're inviting you to join our community for 2022. What's in store? Well, what we want is your feedback on our content and our guests, but more so on what you need to be inspired and transformed from your current condition to one of happiness, health, and prosperity. So drop us a line and reach out. Help us to better help you achieve your goals. So people, Inbox me at www.facebook.com slash mddreamer slash That's www.facebook.com slash mddreamer slash Oh, send me an email at lovebitsa at gmail.com That's lovebitsa at gmail.com We love hearing from you as we build our partnership in growth and development and we look forward to to your communicator. Help us to help you to live a better life in personal growth and development from Andy's Personal Development. We love you. We look forward to hearing from you. See you soon. Bye for now. And so we are back in the breakout room with the man, D Alexis Samuels, a fine-lit ex. Alexis, there's something that When you were speaking about the history and the focus of this fabulous app that you guys have put together, it's something that sort of rose in the back of my mind, and I want to throw it out to you.
1: Uh
0: When you were doing your market survey and stuff, did you come across a similar version of your app? And if so, what were your thoughts about it? Additionally, what do you find now happening in terms of competition for what you guys are doing?
1: Well, yeah, we've done market research to identify what's out there in the market now and whether it's adequate to address the needs. And there are many uh, platforms out there Mm -hmm. on the internet that teach a myriad of subjects. Uh Um, We we felt uh, financial literacy was the most important topic to address. Uh, There are very few programs that teach financial literacy. There are economists. Many books have been written about it. Um, There are game apps. Mm -hmm. There are consultants and teachers that may teach financial literacy. But we find that none of them are really addressing the problem adequately. Okay. Okay. And we have to get a little bit to the science of it to really get it, to really Mm -hmm. get it. Most people don't realize that the topic of financial literacy is a life or death topic. Life or death. One's financial illiteracy is often responsible for the quality of their health, because yeah, if they yeah. don't have access to good healthcare, good information, uh, which sad to say, costs yeah. a lot, whether yes. it's prescription drugs or doctor visits, etc., cetera, uh-huh. uh, which directly relates to their financial standing, their mortality is worsened. Mm. Obesity,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: It's directly related, as many surveys have shown, to one's financial literacy. One's debt load, how much debt you carry, yeah. credit card debt, uh-huh. student tuition and all that, that creates stress, anxiety, hypertension. Wow. It's all related food insecurity right also related to one's financial literacy Mm -hmm. so we approach this topic not just from the standpoint of we'll show you how to improve your credit score or how to save or how to budget how to get ready for retirement all of those are directly related to financial literacy are critically important as well but we go deeper we go into the psychology of financial literacy so that when we teach it, we teach it in a way that can actually remap the brain. Ah, uh, there you go. Yes. Using, using gamified elements, which our psychologists have proven, can take bad habits, erase them, and create new synapses and new neurons yeah. <laughs> that are uh, influenced by dopamine.
0: That's right. That yeah. reward
1: center in our minds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when we are rewarded for making good choices. Yep, and so not just in our tabletop gamified learning system, but also in the app, which is still under development, soon to be released for the next release for the next school year. There's a reward system that goes along or that um, accompanies every good decision that's made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are rewarded with cryptocurrency. You're rewarded with many prizes and points that stimulates positive response and a desire to make those right decisions. It actually creates good financial values, and that's why that's why I say you can't compare this to a, a, a just a basic game, you know, where you go around the board and you acquire this or get rid of that, whatever, and you just waste time. <laughs> Wow. But you're investing in your future when you engage with this, uh, the RTP, Road to Prosperity Learning System, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the Find It X system. And so our vision is with the new Find It X app, uh, we're already engaging with universities around the world, uh, even global organizations like uh, UNICEF Yeah, yeah, and UNESCO um organizations like uncf united negro college fund he spoke about scholarships you know mm-hmm. also
0: yeah yeah
1: we also partnered with a corporation called gift of college okay which uh provides a debit card that allows uh those who want to uh through 529 plans
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: have a college savings account mm-hmm. that can be contributed to by any family member or any person outside the family to help that student prepare for college. So it multiplies their college earnings on a pre-tax basis in that way. So we've partnered with them um, to get the word out through their system um, as well. And when a student through the app uh, works with us, um, takes the financial literacy course, which by the way, is mandated now in some 45 states within the United States. Okay. Students have to have a personal finance course now in order to be able to graduate high school.
0: All right. So
1: we partner with universities Mm -hmm. so that they offer our financial literacy curriculum through our low cost platform. Mm -hmm. The students play it, they learn it, they get certificates, um, co-branded with the university, they get credit for taking the course, they earn income while they play or learn yes. the course. Yes. That can then be spent to cover tuition, mm-hmm. room and board, um, other education and sundries, which begins to change the paradigm that has neg- negatively impacted many of our communities. The students take their future in their own hands this way, when they could actually develop tuition and scholarships. On their own by by For taking themselves,
0: it yeah, yeah, great, yeah. wonderful. I I love the the sort of dichotomy that you use with regards to the neurosciences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have learned from uh, the studies of elastoplasticity wow. how the mind can actually rewire, rebrand, absolutely, absolutely, and change, yeah. and adapt to concepts that would take people to a place where they can have good endorphins and produce serotonin more regularly. That's right. Create better <laughs> relationships and sleep good at night and stuff. Yeah. I, I love that. That's fantastic. And that's you know fantastic.
1: why that's so important too? hmm 85% of students learn financial literacy from the uh, values mm-hmm. of their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the parents are not financially literate, mm. then they continue to pass down bad habits to their that's children. Right. On a generational level Mm -hmm. but now we have the ability understanding the science behind this learning process Mm -hmm. to change that paradigm to to completely reverse it right and then to create this upward trajectory you know for our children and our grandchildren and um, really begin to see more success in our futures
0: (laughs) sounds good Mm. so uh, alexis tell us uh, do you have the opportunity to share some of your personal life learned lessons and uh, incorporate it into what would probably be a platform for producing information about X. Is, is there some sort of amalgamation of your personal experience plus the corporate goals of this app?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's really where it all came from. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's it's my own life, you know, on board, (laughs) right? right. (laughs) In the curriculum, great, great. Um, Great. The psychology side of it also. Mm -hmm. Look, um, I've learned a lot of lessons. You know, I've made lots of mistakes in my early days. Yeah, Uh, I faced the same boundaries that the rest of us and our children and our grandchildren are still facing today. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned though that. By understanding um, terminology, by understanding uh, the rules and procedures, uh, the do's and don'ts of applying for credit, for example, um, when kids are coming up through high school, they get to be about 16, 17, 18 years old, then they come home and, you know, mom pulled the mail out the mailbox and suddenly there's letters addressed to them from Hmm credit companies yeah yes. <laughs> offering yes. them you know um, credit cards right well i got those too and you know they play on your own pride wow they want to offer me credit mm. it's 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 three hundred dollars <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. um, and that's a big thing to many of our our kids okay and if they're not careful they might you know go ahead and sign the bottom of that application They get that card, they go out and blow the first, you know, they blow it all up Hmm. without realizing Um, the uh, algorithms and the standards that's used by Equifax and Experian and TransUnion to determine what your credit score is. So you get over that ratio, your credit score, you barely had one to start with, mm -hmm. but it starts out extremely low. And then you begin to realize the social negatives that go along with having a low credit score. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can't get a loan for mm. a car. You can't get a loan without paying extremely high interest rate for wow. a house. The yeah. single biggest yeah. asset that most of us will ever acquire. Mm-hmm. Um, even to rent an apartment today. Many yeah. Yeah. landlords want to see what your credit looks like to get into a, a, a school. Yeah. A university. Mm-hmm. They want to check your credit score. So all of these things are critically important. It's what I learned early on, too. Now, we have another issue that over the last couple of decades has arisen. It wasn't as prevalent when I was a little boy, but it existed in its own form. Okay. Um, social media.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Which places
1: the emphasis on getting <laughs> things, wow. dressing in a certain way, designer clothes, designer sneakers. And these things can cost you. Hundreds of dollars. So early on, I didn't understand the difference between an appreciating asset
0: Mm -hmm. versus a a depreciating.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And and most of what social media promotes, you know, get this cologne that costs three hundred dollars a bottle. It'll make you smell good, Mm. or or you'll smell like that person on TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what they use mm-hmm. or, or wear these sneakers. That's what they run up and down the court with. Uh, and there's new ones that come out all the time or use this technology. You got to get this latest cell phone. They come out every six months with a new edition that costs an extra thousand dollars to purchase. But every single one of these things are what are called depreciating. Assets. That's right. That's
0: right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what are you doing? You're transferring wealth the wealth that you earned or your parents might've earned to the designers and the brand names of the world. So they become billionaires Yeah, and you become poorer. (laughs) So sad. Yeah. So if we understand how the world rotates as it relates to its economy Mm -hmm. and how it's fueled by many unnecessary things, your life, doesn't really depend on these things. Yeah. You can have nice things, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, nothing uh, at all, to have a nice car. That's right. But can you afford it?
0: Ah, uh, big question.
1: Have you taken care of the priorities first? Yes. Have you thought about becoming an entrepreneur? Mm. Uh, because even the current work environment mm-hmm. um, is leaving um, many people tired, filled with anxiety and stress, completely depleted at the end of a work week. And once you understand what gross wages means versus net wages, <laughs> what to bring home, you can't afford, most people can't afford, over 65% in the U.S. are living from paycheck to paycheck,
0: paycheck, to paycheck. And, yep. don't,
1: and don't have an emergency saving. You know, so do we rely upon government or do we become more responsible for our own futures by making some wise choices and by becoming financially literate? It's so incredible critically important today that's that right. we that we invest yeah. in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's our vision. That's that's what we have, that's what we are with the RTP learning system and the finding. Great. Great. education
0: platform. Yeah, we just have about one minute to go. So I would like to take this opportunity to thank D. Alexis Samuels for coming on, on the show and sharing such incredible and powerful, inspirational information about Finlit X and what the app is going to do. And he just shared a bit of what they see happening for the future. So we thank you. That's wonderful. We're going to give you now uh, about 30 seconds, uh, D. Alexis Samuels, so that you can share your personal information with people who need to get in contact with you, they need more information, they want you to speak at a function or they want to get more information on the app, it's all yours. Great. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Andy. Well, um, if you'd like to reach out to us and partner with us either to purchase or to distribute the RTP learning system to your community, to your school system, you can reach us at social... S-O-C-I-A-L at finelitx.com. That's f-i-n-l-i-t-x.com. You can email me at that same email address, social at finelitx.com. I personally see those emails that comes in and will personally respond to you. Or you can even purchase the RTP, Road to Prosperity Learning System, through our uh, not-for-profit organization, go to prosperitynation.org, prosperitynation.org. We're partnering with universities directly, with school systems, large and small, with private institutions, public institutions, corporations, community groups, and in this way, join us with our goal and global vision to change the paradigm on our communities, socially, economically, by enhancing our ability to learn financial literacy. Thanks so much. It's been a real honor and privilege to be here on the show this morning. And
0: thank you so much, the man D Alexis Samuel, the CEO and founder of Fine Lit X, the autonomous app that teaches financial literacy without need of a human monitor. Check it out, folks. So we have come to the end of another episode exciting and informative and inspirational right here on Andy's personal development in the breakout room. We'll see you next time. Until then, remember, the world needs you and the world needs your love. But remember also the three washwords: health, happiness, and prosperity. We love you. We say to you, Godspeed, shalom, namaste. Until next time. Bye for now.